Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. This is la- last session or? No, no, this is one more. Okay. Okay, people online will take the questions at the end of this session as well. Okay, I'll be the next time. Rajim is Milai Rahmani Rahim. So now, Dulkarnas, the Kala Hada Rahmatul Rabbi. Dulkarnas, this is the mercy from my Lord. Faida Ja Award Rabbi Jaada Hutaka. When the promise of my Lord will come, then he will make this wall, you know, this big wall, Dakka, in which level to the dust, you know, to the ground, finish. So he's not proud, he's not arrogant. He did whatever he could do, but at the same time he knows when Allah's punishment comes, Allah's promise comes, so nothing can stop people, nothing can protect people from Allah's punishment. It will happen. وَكَانَ وَعَدُ رَبِّي حَقَّ And the promise of my Lord is true. It will certainly happen. So that, that actually how the Quranic way is. Quranic way is, even if you ask Allah the Messenger, Kissa a story, he will tell a story, but from that story, Allah SWT will make many, many lessons. So in the story of Dhulqarnan, there is a main lesson, and now from last sentence of Dhulqarnan, Allah SWT wants to take many, something more to remind the people. وَتَرَكْنَا بَعَدَهُمْ يَمُوجُ فِي بَعْدٍ And we will leave some of them that day, Yamujo to be mingled, to be mixed, you know, to, with other people. What the means? The meaning is that when the day of judgment will come nearer, end of the day will come nearer, then they will come such a huge number, they will be like mingling with each other, you know, mixing each other, so much huge number. This is one meaning. Another meaning is, no, we will leave the whole humanity, all the people at the day of the day, that is so much big number, huge number, they're mixing, they're mingling. And then, and then the, you know, the horn will be blown. So everybody is, you know, they are, and Allah destroyed the whole universe. So the blowing of the horn in the Quran has come twice. Sometimes one story is one mention, not the other, but sometimes both of them. So the first time is when the horn will be blown is when the world will be destroyed, properly destroyed. Nothing will be remained. The earth will be destroyed. The mountains will become like like fly like like the cottons and the sun and moon they will start everything will change full destruction of the universe really you cannot imagine how huge it will be you know just imagine if the sun is destroyed what will happen the whole system of the world is finished the, the, the whole world the world they will come when nothing will remain in its order every order will be finished <coughs> complete disorder unless one made this world like that then second time after a long time, after that destruction, Allah will make command the angel to blow the horn again. And then after that, all the people will become alive. All the people. And then we gather all the people. You know, when this will happen, Quran says, Jama'a, you know, again, emphasizing, will gather all the people, meaning small, big, rich, poor, male, female, anybody, everybody will be gathered together. Really huge day. Imagine the time, number of the people from the time of Adam al Islam until last person, all the people 
they will be raised together and gathered together. All the people on the same surface, everybody there. And actually, it is so severe day that the Hadith of the Asha Nasa said that the Allah, Allah's Messenger said the people will be raised either naked, naked, no clothes upon them. And Aisha said that I said to Allah, Allah if the people are naked, then they will look at each other. So he said, Oh Aisha, the matter is much more severe than this. Not so, it will be so severe, people have nothing, no time to look at each anybody. You know, the thing really, if it's more hard to go happen, and it is destroyed, do people have time to look at each other? Everybody just, you know, running away. People might really. And, you know, some hadith describes it, the earth will become from the metal. And the sun will be very, very near to the head of the people. And the people's brain will be boiling in, in the head as the water boils in it, put in, in a kettle, you know, uh, on the fire. The same thing. People will actually be, you know, really it is, it is they are imaginable. There is no difficulty, no problem for the humanity worse than this problem. The problem of the day when they are raised in front of their Lord, gathered together. There is no problem bigger than that problem. It really, it is something, you know, when the result, people will be waiting for the result. And they don't know whether the only two news, either paradise or hellfire. There's no third option. It is a very, very severe day. And the hadith said that the you know, first day will be around 50,000 years long. How many? 50,000. The day is not like this, this 50,000 year long day. And people have no shelter, no house, nothing can protect them from the heat, nothing. And people don't know what will happen. No judgment, nothing. Just people are left like that, really, without any mercy, nothing. No, no mercy from their Lord. Just so much trouble. People will say, you know, if uh, we, you know, if uh, we just want the judgment to start, even if our Lord throws us in the hellfire, it is better than this. They don't know what hellfire means, but the heat of that that day and the pro pro problem will be so severe. They think, you know, even if Allah Swt throws them in the hellfire, it is better than them. They, so they would like if the judgment to start. And then, you know, the Prophet has made very clear many, many hadiths in Bukhari and Muslim and all the authentic sources. Then the people will come to Adam al Islam, the first person. And they will say to him, Anta Abuna Adam, you are our father Adam. Allah made you with his own hand. And he, you are the first prophet. You see what is happening to us, how much trouble we are. We are in such a terrible trouble, you can see us. You know, if you can ask your Lord to start the judgment. They are not going to ask Adam if you can ask your Lord to forgive us. They are not asking this. They only ask me, Adam, if you can ask your Lord to start the judgment. Adam will say, Nafsi, Nafsi, Nafsi. My, I am worried about myself. I am concerned about myself, myself. I, my Lord is so angry today. He never has been and so angry before. And, you know, I myself did a mistake. My Lord asked me, don't eat from the tree. And I disobeyed him. I am concerned about myself. Go to, to Nuh Alayhi Salaam. Then all the people will come to Nuh Alayhi Salaam. And they will request him. They ask him. Nuh al again will say, Nafsi, 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 I am concerned about myself, 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 go to Ibrahim. People come to Ibrahim and he will again say, Nafsi, 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 I am concerned about myself, worry my myself, you know, go to, uh, to Musa. People come to Musa, from Musa people come to Isa, and from Isa to people come to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will say, Ana laha, Ana laha, Ana laha. Yeah, I will do this, I will do this, I will do this. But he also has no courage to make any intercession and to ask Allah to start the judgment. Then he will bow, decide the prostrate in front of the throne of Allah before he decides the for many, many years, not one day, many, many years. Until Allah will say, Ya Muhammad, irfa'a ra'asa, sal tu'ata, ishfa'a tushaffa. O Muhammad, lift your head. 
ask you will be given intercede your intercession will be accepted after such long sajda the prophet sallallahu will ask oh allah here are your people in trouble if you can if you start the judgment now the judgment will start and judgment will start really that it will be such a trouble for the people you can imagine really there's no way to to lie there's no way to hide in it truth everything quran said that people will people just will be taken in front of them no 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 truth can be hidden no lie can help people nothing whatever there they have been doing everything there clear books every single thing written down people will say what happened to this book nothing leaves no minor no major what you have done everything is present that very very bad day for the people no doubt and in that bad day you know, people will see the the fire hell fire with their own eyes that will be the problem will happen the real problem will be hell fire will be seen to the people by their eyes now people don't see with eyes now it is only news information by the messengers and in the quran but the time will come when the hell fire will be there nobody can deny it. the quran said wa aradna jahannama yawma idin lil kafirin arda and we will off we will show jahannam that day for unbelievers showing they will see will make them to see hell fire will seem to them offer to them they will see that this is a destination they are going to there going to there nothing nothing can stop them from that 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 will happen in front of them alladhina kanat a'yunuhum fi ghita'in an dhikri wa kanu la yastati'un sam'a who are these kafir who are their believer for whom for whom the fire will be so clear and you know they can see so easily the people alladhina kanat a'yunuhum fi ghita'in an dhikri those people whose eyes have been in a curtain from remembering me they never like to see the reality as they are they always had curtain in front of their eyes they never see things properly they are the people now they will see clearly you know even in the day of in this world when my messengers came prophets came explained to them when allah swt sent his revelation to see properly they could not see now they will see you know when you did not use your mind now you will see your eyes Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has given the human being mind brain to think properly understand properly you know if you don't use the mind properly then that is this going to happen Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala want you know, if people use their mind properly they can see they can see the messages are right they can see the revelations are true but people are in their enjoyment so much they even don't want to listen like you see our time people are so much busy in their world and earning money and all those even muslims you know many many muslims they actually don't know they know their hell fire but they're too busy in their world to think whose fault is this not allah allah has given the charge allah has made everybody to understand he gave life everybody to understand think properly but we don't have time to think every single problem in the world is much more important for us you know anything people can make problem you know like for example even fasting in this long days for some people are so difficult they say you can fast by hours they don't understand really this is not the real problem and even the children fast the whole day you know and they don't feel problem and the people are fast in the days which are much severe more severe than this india and in the those country which is so hot you know the people feel so much thirsty and they can fast here actually even the hours are longer so what but people don't think really that what they need to do people don't know how bad they actually waiting for them beyond your death there is no destination except hellfire or paradise simple to believe beyond the death there nothing else nothing else there no other chance there are no other life 
when people die beyond the death, either they will see paradise or the hellfire. Then nothing. And, and even actually to reach to paradise, it is so severe. It's not easy. It is so many problems. Try to understand. The, and nobody can be more true than Allah SWT. Nobody can be more true. He is the one who is telling. He says, Those people who got the covering on their eye, they can't see. They can't remember me. That I'm trying to say really. Look at the matters with your own eye. It is your problem. It is not problem of the, you know, a group or a jama'ah. It is problem of every individual. And Allah SWT said that, you know, on that day, we will bring you alone, individual, and we make you to be born alone. When we are born, we are born alone. Everybody was born alone. When people are raised, they are raised on their own. Nothing will concern, nothing will matter them other than their own. Understand? It is your problem. Think properly. Use your mind, not other people's mind. Don't say that somebody said to you, like, you know, People are saying to me that, you know, people have been teaching and we are learning. No, use your mind. Think properly. Use your brain. If people teach you wrongly, then you should correct it. People have no excuse that they did not know. Allah SWT has given you enough time to learn properly and study properly. Think properly. Allah, the book is there. The messenger has been there. And past people's life have been there. Why don't you take lesson? People have no excuse. People need to learn. And in this world, people learn. Like, you know, now in the world, you know, you can see there is so much attraction towards China. So now people think the world economy is moving towards China. Now everybody wants to learn Chinese language. The thing is, just because of the money. You know, this is a, Arabic language is much more important. It is your Quran. It is your, the Hadith of the Prophet It is your, your Akhirah, hereafter. Therefore, you need to learn. People have to make effort. You know, you have, people have no excuse. Allah SWT wants, don't look at the things with the curtains. Remove all the curtains. And the curtains are what? Curtains of ignorance. Curtains of culture, curtains of tradition, curtains of family, curtains of prayer, all curtains. Look at the things with your own eye. Simple thing really is. What this word mean? Look with your eye. What, don't believe what people say. Don't take ideas about the word from the TV. Look at the word with your own eye. Think really what it means. What sense is there? Why I am born? And why I am dying? What, where I was before I was born? When I die, what will happen to me? You know, why this life is there? Why I am young, then I become old, then I die? What, what this means? Why the sun is rising and the sun is setting? Why all this change in the world happening? What it means? Why generations come and go? Why some people are suffering, some people have no suffering? Think properly. Everybody has got the lesson. Allah SWT wants you to remove the curtain. And this really is one of the biggest problems of people. People don't think for themselves. People always want somebody else to think for them. Because thinking is one of the most difficult job. People just don't have time. People just want somebody else to think and they do eat and drink and enjoy the life. And that's why they, you know, the modern world knows, Shaitan knows this thing. That's why he invented TV. What the purpose of TV is that he knows that people go for work, eight hours work, they're tired. They have no time to think. So let's invent TV. So then people who present the programs in the TV, they will make them to think. So you come to home, open the TV and then they listen all the things and you believe in them. You have no time to think. Whatever they say, you believe in that. Even actually people make, you know, this stupid, you know, advertising things. People believe in that. The people buy it. People buy the products which they find advertised in the TV. That's what they do. They never think, really, does it make any sense? Do, do I really need to spend so much money? People go for certain brands and they spend so much money. Though, you know, the other, you know, things they have the same thing. They do the same thing. Only the name of the brand makes things more expensive. And people never use their mind, never think. People do things because somebody else does. 
and Allah does not want it. Allah wants you to do it because that is your choice, not somebody else's choice. Think really, most time think when you put on a cloth, when you wear a cloth, do wear a cloth because that's what you want or because that's what people do. Most time people do things because somebody else does. When you buy a car, you buy a car because that's what you need or because you buy a car because somebody else has a similar car and you belong to a certain group of the people and in that group, that car is the fashion. You buy that car. Similarly, the women have got headscarves, jirbab. So when they buy headscarf and jirbab, do they really think what they need and what they have to buy? No, they buy things because that's what happens people have. There are, you know, people like certain types of the jirbab, certain types of the scarf that they buy. Similarly, the men, when they have their own shirts and trousers, all those things, even actually they don't cover. You know, we are Muslims. So think our needs are different from non-Muslims. Non-Muslims don't do sajda. So their clothes can be different. But you do sajda, so when you buy a trouser, when they have, and you go in sajda, and your private part are uncovered. Tell me, don't you think? You know, if any part of the body is covered and uncovered, people can feel it. I don't understand really that, you know, if a major part of your, your aura is uncovered, and you do sajda, and you don't realize, whose man you thinking? When you buy this clothes, don't people tell you? If you cannot think yourself, don't people tell you? You know, that Allah SWT does not like this. Anybody. Allah wants people to use their, their mind. Allah has given you eye to see with your eye. Allah has given you air to make hearing, you know, hear with your ear, smell with your nose, taste with your tongue, and understand and think with your mind. He wants everybody to use the mind properly. And the problem is people don't use the mind. That, that he said, people have put curtains. They want somebody else to think on their behalf. This is not right. Don't make Firaun and Haman Qanu your Imam. Be your own Imam. They will lead to Quran Fa'awradahumunnar wa bi'isal virdul mawrud. Firaun will bring them to the fire and how bad is the, the place where he brings. If you follow other people, they don't care. In the day of Jaime Shaitan, people will cut Shaitan that you the one who, who did. He said, no. La talumun, don't, don't blame me. Lumu anfusakum. Blame yourself. I did not do anything. Ma kana liya alaykum in sultan. I did not have any power upon you. Illa and da'autukum fasajaktumli. I called you and you listened to me. I did not force you. Shaitan would say in the day of judgment, don't blame me. Blame yourself. I did not have any power upon you. I just called you and you listened to me. Use your mind properly before it is too late. Let Allah swat peace. That this book actually has come to think and to understand properly. And actually, that actually I emphasize so much. Even actually, you know, when you're asking about the head scarf and covering and all, in if some hairs are open, the reason is because people don't understand with their mind. If somebody teaches something, they just take it as it is. Never think really that what will the person teaches. Let me ask the question: What is your evidence? Where you got proof for that? Who has said this? People teach that if any one single hair remains uncovered, this punishment, that punishment. You can ask, do you never ask the person, what is the evidence? Did Abu Hanifa says this, Malik says this, Mashafi says this, the professor has taught something like that. Ask the people, you know, what the evidence is. People have no evidence. But we people never want to think, never want to understand. You are not allowed to follow anybody blindly. Quran said, we will ask people, why you do this? They will say, our fathers have been doing this. Allah will say, even though your fathers did not know, you are not allowed to follow your father's if they do not know. You have to think properly. Think for yourself. And that's why the Quran will mention all the time the stories of Ibrahim Islam. So people have no excuse. You will say, no, I am born among the people. I have to follow their culture. We are grown up in the land. So we do what everybody does. How can we know? 
Allah SWT mentioned Ibrahim's story in the Quran for the same purpose. Ibrahim is grown among the people who did not worship anything other than idols. Idols, worshipping idols, worshipping the stars and moon and sun. That was they used to worship. No, no obedience for Allah SWT. The whole, even his father used to actually make the idols. He is grown in that, that family. But Ibrahim did not think with the mind of his people. Did not look at the matters with the eye of his father. No. He thinks for himself. For every single thing, he starts to question. You know, courage of thinking. Intellectual courage of Ibrahim Islam. That's what he wants. People have no school. If Ibrahim could think, why not you? If Ibrahim could think differently from his parent, different from his people, why not you? We have given you the same mind as Ibrahim. Ibrahim could do this. And when Ibrahim thought, then Ibrahim did not keep in mind. Then he taught people. Then he has courage, moral courage to tell people. That's what Allah wants to do. Think differently and then have courage to do differently. That's what he wants from you. He wants to make you stronger. He wants to support you. He wants to help you. So try to understand properly. Remove all the curtains. One of the problems of the humanity is that people have got certain glasses, colors. And they look at the matters with those curtains. They are not looking things properly. When people say something does not make sense. Why? Because you have looking at the matter from certain angles. It does not make sense. If you remove that glass, it will make sense. You have got a certain culture. You have like you have grown up in this country, you look from the culture of this country, so something don't make sense, you know, sense to you. But remove the curtain of the culture. Look properly, see if no, let me think properly. Let me away from the culture properly. Let me think that it makes sense. It will make sense. Many, many things in Islam don't make sense to you because you've got the curtain of certain culture, curtain of time, time or curtain of certain tradition. Remove all of them, it will make sense. Because you are not looking at the matter with your own eye, looking at the matter with the eye of someone else. So try to understand this, I believe, is very important verse in, in, in the surah. The people whose eye has got a covering, they don't look at the things as they are, always behind the curtain. You never can think properly. And they were not able to hear anything. Knowledge comes into mind by looking, by seeing, and by hearing. If you hear something. If your hearing does not work properly, and if your eye cannot see properly, tell me how can you learn anything? How can you learn anything properly? You know, make a think in what makes sense. Look at the world properly. What is happening is who is successful people? In all the people you see in the TV, they are coming, all the stars and this and that. Think properly that these people who come there for how long? What happens to them when, when they become old, where they disappear? You know, what to happen to them? Many of them, they die while committing suicide. Many people who think they are stars and they'll be much more lucky. Ending is what? Ending is so bad you cannot imagine. They have no hope in this world. They basically don't know what the world means. They are the people when you are young, they teach you how to live in this world. They taught you all the fashion. But when they become older, they commit suicide. Take lessons from them. They don't know the secret of the world. They are not guided people. If they have been guided, why they not guide themselves? They are not guided. Try to understand. Remove the curtains. Don't look at the things with narrow eyes. Look properly in proper context. When you see a person in a TV, you know, doing, don't think that's what he is. It is a lie. He's pretending. He's not real. Reality is something else. Go to see his real life. In real life is not happy. People, many, many people, you know, there was one person, you know, a character in Pakistan, you know, he used to come for many, many of those, you know, drama they went to make people laugh and all those things. You know, he was very, very famous. And then he committed suicide. 
the person who used to make everybody laugh, his life was full of misery. Nothing to laugh in his life, nothing to smile really, full of misery. He, he used to get money to, you know, to make people laugh, but himself was not happy from inside. Think properly, the people who think you are heroes, they are not heroes. You know, there are so many in the prophets. You open your eyes, look at the prophet messenger, how sincere they are, you know, what they do for you. <laughs> Every single person must look at the matter with their own eyes. And here, what prophet message teach with your own ear. Don't ask other people what it means. You have got the mind. Think yourself. Think for yourself with your own mind and look at the matters with your own eye and look in us here with your own ear. That actually very much. Teach the children this thing properly. Ask, always ask your child that when you do, when you eat, how do you eat? Do you eat with my mouth or your mouth? Ask your child. They'll say, no, I eat with my mouth. Ask them when you smell, do you smell with your nose or my nose? They never can smell with your nose, they have to smell, they have to use. Every child has to smell with his own nose. No. Ask them when you taste something, do you taste with my mouth or your mouth? They say with his own mouth. Ask them when you see, do you see with your eyes or my eyes? You will say, is it true? Because honestly, they are the nature, with own eye. When you hear, do you hear a voice with my ear or your ear? With your own ear. To think properly, when you think, how you think? With your mind or with my mind? In your mind. This is the truth, really. In this, what Allah SWT has. You know, otherwise, the, the right way should be Allah should give mind only to one person, Prime Minister, and everybody, no mind. Because if you don't need to think, why you have to mind? Allah SWT gives only thing for use. And people don't need to think, they only have to follow. They just be blind followers. Why don't you have mind? If the women have to obey their husband all the time and they cannot have questions, then Allah SWT only give mind to the men and women should have no mind. They just follow. But why Allah gave the mind to everybody? Why women have mind? Think properly. What is the purpose of mind? Why women need to have mind? To think. So women cannot say, no, my husband did this. No, your husband had mind and you had mind. Allah SWT wants you to use your mind and husband has to use his own mind. Think properly. This is very, very important to understand. It is your, your matter. Everybody has to think for himself. The Quran says, They could not see properly. And they cannot hear. Another thing what people do, they say, no, we don't have time to think about religion and all those matters, you know, this is too much for us to think and understand. We are so busy, you know, eight hours work and then family and business and all those things. But certainly if there is a Qiyam and all those things, there are many, many pious people. We can make friendship with them. So every, you know, every Thursday, I will send, send some food to an alim, to Mawlavi, to the mosque. He will help me. Or maybe every once a month, I invite him to my house. I'll make aqiqa for my children or something, some khatm of the Qur'an, and the alim will come and give him some money, and then in the day of judgment, he will intercede me. It's not going to work. No alim can work on your behalf. Every alim is accountable for himself. He's not going to work on your behalf. It's not that you give money to an alim, and then in the day of judgment, he will intercede you. It's not going to happen. It's not that you invite me for a party, and you hope me that I will help you. Actually, I don't know what will happen to me. How can I help you? Understand properly. It will, and when you feed any alim, you give him your, your, your money, but don't expect the alim to help you. He's not going to help you. Nobody's going to help you. Try to understand properly. Then the Quran says, that's what people do. 
तो फर्स्ट दे डोंट थिंक प्रॉपरली देन दे इन्वेंट न्यू लाइन तो राइट थिंग इज टू थिंक एंड अंडरस्टैंड एंड फॉलो बट दे डोंट थिंक टू दे मेक लाइव वाट दिस ओके वी डोंट थिंक डोंट अंडरस्टैंड बट वी हैव गाट मेनी पायस पे देर आवर फ्रेंड दे विल हेल्प अस ऑफ़ Don't worship him. Don't obey him. Don't listen to him, and you become, you know, disciple of Shaykh and Peer, and you know, and and, and become Murid of Peer, and he is going to save you. It's not going to happen like that. Allah never made the world like that. That one person become pious, and everybody just feed him and help him, and they go to paradise. It is not like that. Everybody is responsible for their own action. Try to understand properly. No Alim, no Shaykh, no Peer, no Prophet, no Messenger, no Angel can benefit anybody. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in Makkah al-Mukarramah, hadith in books of the Sahih, he gathered all his family, and he made is called to everybody. First, he started with his own daughter. Ya Fatima minta Muhammad, lan ughniya anke min Allah shayya. O Fatima, my daughter, in the day of judgment, I will not benefit you anything. I'm not going to benefit you. Then he said, Ya Safiya ta ammat Rasulillah, la ughniya anke shayya. O Safiya, my auntie, I will not help you. Then he uh, uh, called his uncle. Then he said, "Ya Bani Hashim, all the people, I never can benefit you. It's impossible. Every religion is basically a matter between every individual and their Lord. Understand? Religion is not a matter of society. It is not that the whole society will have the same destination. No. Everybody. It's not like, for example, you ride, you know, you travel, you know, in a train. So then, basically, you are not concerned. The leader is concerned. He buys buys a ticket." And everybody follows him, and the people lead to the same destination. This is not going to happen. In this journey, everybody has to buy his own ticket. Everybody has to know his own destination. Everybody has to think about himself. Really, it is no leader there. You can learn from the people, from the experience, but it is you have to think for yourself and try to understand properly. And nobody can help. No intercession. Nobody can intercede for anybody. Simply understand. The intercession, the only which has been mentioned in the Quran, the Sunnah, two intercession. One is called Ashafa al Kubra, the major intercession. That is the one which I mentioned earlier. Then the people on the first day of Qiyama, they will ask Allah the Messenger, O oh Allah the Messenger, if you can intercede to your Lord to start the judgment, that will happen. He will intercede, and because of the, in his intercession, then the judgment will start. But that intercession is not going to help you. It is not going to make you go paradise. It only means. That the judgment will start. That the shafaa al kubra, the major intercession, which will be in the honor of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Then there will be minor intercession. Minor intercession means when Allah subhanahu wa taala will make the people of paradise to enter to paradise, and the people of the hellfire to go hellfire. Even the sinful believers they will go to hellfire. Then Allah subhanahu wa taala will decide to take out many many believers from hellfire because they have got their punishment, and after the punishment. They have to go to paradise. Then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will like to honor you know, all the believers, prophets, messengers, angels. So what He will do? He will ask under Jibril Islam, O Jibril, you come and intercede for this group of the people. Then Jibril will intercede for them, and then they are taken out. Then Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will come and intercede for some people. But who who will be interceded? It will be decided by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. 
not by the prophet sallallahu not by the you know, not by not by angels decision will be by allah subhanahu taala nobody will intercede for anybody except with the command of allah subhanahu taala intercession only for the honor of the people the quran said if people think they make any helper other than allah it will benefit them it will not happen afa hasiba alladhina kafaru an yattakhidhu ibadi min duni awliya do the unbeliever think they make my slaves supporters and helper other than me no inna a'tadna jahannama lil kafirina nuzula nuzul in arabic language means when you travel and you you know you stop in any destination and you become guest so the first food that the people offer to you to eat that nuzul to allah subhanahu said certainly we have prepared jahannam as a nuzul as the first food to offer to unbelievers these unbelievers those who think there will be intercession and somebody can help them for those people we have got some prepared a meal to offer them when they come and meal is what jahannam that will happen anybody who believes in intercession that will going to happen to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the people who believe in intercession that you know somebody will help them to not go to what will happen for those people jahannam nobody is going to save inna a'tadna jahannam lil kafirina nuzula we have prepared for jahannam for the unbelievers either food when they come there first food will get is first respect this is what will happen and then the quran says qul hal nunabbiukum bil akhsarina a'mala allah says this life you have got think really who is the biggest loser in this life who is the biggest loser you got the life you got the mind you got all ability you got money you got every space you got the time everything but you are loser quran says qul qul hal nunabbiukum bil akhsarina a'mala tell them tell should i tell you who are the most losing people in the direction who are the worst losers think really who are the worst losers quran want to say allah sarin amal the people who are the worst losers to write tell you who are the worst losers actually that quran also mentioned in some other surah quran fa arid amman tawalla in surah najm the verse number 29 and 30 Quran says, "Aarid amman tawalla an dikrina." Turn away from those people who have left my reminder behind. They don't want to read the Quran. They don't want to understand the Quran. They don't want to take any lesson from the Quran. Turn away from them. Leave them. Walam yurid illa hayat dunya. Those who don't intend anything other than worldly life. Their only purpose is worldly life. They just want to eat and drink and make money and build houses and buy the cars and nothing else. Dalika mablaghum alayhim. that is the extent of their knowledge they don't have knowledge their only knowledge is worldly life it is that what people do the quran says it is the same thing quran is mentioning here should i tell you about the people who are the worst losers nobody more worse loser than them alladhina dalla sa'yuhum fil hayat ad-dunya those people whose effort is lost in the worldly life the only effort they do actually to make money to build houses to to buy the to earn the food to make you know to drink drinking food that what they have alladhina dalla sa'yuhum fil hayati dunya their their sa'y their effort is lost in the worldly life wahum yahsabuna annahum yuhsinuna sun'a while they think they are doing something good think properly is it the from the word go really all the time everywhere all the learned people they all they, they what they do their effort is only this life 
They just do want it. You know, think really, people spend 25 years of their life, their life to study. People study here in the Cambridge and Oxford. Ask them why you love me. They will tell you that when we learn, study here, we get a good degree. Then what will happen? We'll get a good job. We make money. Then, then we'll make, build a house. Then, then we marry someone. Then, then we have children. Then what? Then we teach them. Then we die. That's what life is. The whole effort of the life actually just this world. Such a precious life, nothing else. Don't you like that? Most people like that? Even Muslims. Most people in the world, their effort is lost in this world. Nothing else. They don't, they don't think beyond that. They don't think really what is after the death. They never think. The only thing is this world. All the time, really. You know, they want to make their houses better and better. They don't understand that, you know, comfort and ease in the heart don't come by houses. They come from Allah, the number. It could be that you live in a, in a palace, but you are not in easy life. You are in trouble. You know, Shah Jahan in India, if people know the Mughal Empire, Mughal Empire in India has been very, very rich, really, very, very powerful. At one time, Mughal Empire used to be the strongest empire in the world. So powerful people. And among them, certainly Shah Jahan was one of the richest kings. He built all these buildings, you know, big mosques in Delhi and, you know, and fort in Delhi and Lahore and here and then Agra and Taj Mahal and all those things. Do you think really this person is so rich, so much money, and such a huge building, such a nice building? You can see, have you seen Taj Mahal? It is an you know, amazing building. This person who built all those things, he should be the happiest person. But you know what happened? At the end of his life, his own son arrested, put him in, 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 in prison basically, put him, confined to him, one of the four. He can't leave. Took from him the kingship. He became without throne, killed his own son, killed his brother. You know, Shah Jahan wanted to appoint his son Adara Shiko as the successor. Then Aurangzeb comes with other brothers, kills Adara Shiko, puts his father Shah Jahan, you know, in, in, in a fort, arrests him there, and he dies in there as arrested. That's what he ended. After all the richness of all the effort, this person died in miserable life. No kingship. He sees with his own eyes what happened. His own son has been king, killed. Nothing happened. This is what people's life. Most people really, their life is just in this circle. That, you know, I study, I marry, then I make my children to study, then they marry. This cycle going on really. No end. Is it this life really? That's what people have been. Spend your 25 years of your life just to study something which can give you money. Don't you think beyond that? And the people actually, people can live without that. And actually in the past people used to live, you know, if people always laugh at that stone age. But in the stone age, People are much more lucky. If you look at their, their history, in the Stone Age, people used to spend only two hours for, you know, for living. For two hours, they used to go for hunting. They hunt something, and they come, and then they eat all day, and they are happy. Then after that, talking, social life, and this and that, nice life. And in these two hours, what not only hunting, it was also physical exercise. So they're fit. They go and, you know, they run, and they do some, you know, hunt. And then after that, you know, 22 hours, easy life. In our time, what happens is the men of the house, they are they spend eight hours, ten hours outside to earn money, and the women and every is still problem. Still, they don't have enough money. No life. And people think we are so advanced. All the effort has been lost really in, in this world by the people. You know, try to understand, think properly what we have done really. We never think really. And this this cycle actually has made people become mad. And of course, many people think no, no purpose for their life. Every day in, in the morning, you go for work. Come back in the evening, nothing is there. People actually, people think there's no sense for their life. So Allah these people, they have their effort in last, last 
in this world. And they think they're doing something good. All these people really. When they look at the people of the religion, they think you see these people, they laugh at them. I remember the story, one of the Indian finance minister, Asif Qadwai, he was a very clever man, he was a Muslim, and you know, finance minister in India, early time when Jawaharlal Nehru, you know, he was the prime minister, so Asif Qadwai was, you know, finance minister. Asif Qadwai was Muslim, but he was secular, did not believe anything. He himself has written that once he was flying by, by aeroplane from Delhi to South somewhere, Madras somewhere in India, or Bombay, he was traveling. And he said, in, on the plane there were some nuns, Christian nuns, so we were laughing that in this 20, 20th century, people believe in the religion. So these nuns, we were laughing at them and all those things are we were thinking, no, we are so advanced. But we were on the, uh, uh, on the way to Bombay before that, you know, the, you know it was announced in, 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 in the plane that now there is a problem, in the, some problem in the, in the plane. And the plane can fall any, any time. You know, it's more likely everybody will die. There's no hope for the people to be survived. Then he said, everybody in the plane, including me, they turn to Allah, to God, whatever they believe, and ask him to help, and ask oh Allah, you save us now, we'll be good, pious person. Everybody, we were laughing at the nuns, and soon test came, and everybody becomes changed. And then no doubt he became later on, you know, pious person, in different chain himself. This actually how things are. People don't see, Allah SWT, Allah SWT saying, you see little bit, Allah sees more than that. You only see this world, and Allah sees beyond this world. He sees paradise and fire of hell. He don't see hellfire. He don't see paradise. Believe in him. But people say for a loss in this world and they think they are doing something good. And not only that, they do this and then they make their, their children also to be losers. They are losers and they make their children losers. So the whole generation after generation, the generation of the losers and losers. Make time from this library. No doubt we are not against people who earn money. We are not against studying and education. We are not against that. But find time for your real life. Think properly you are going to die. What is going to happen to you? Find time for that. Think about yourself really. What that means. And then think for your children. Those are the people who unbelieved in the science of the Lord. Science of the Lord came in the universe. The sun, moon, all these signs, they could not see them. Quran was revealed. So many signs. They could not see them. They could not read the signs. You know, they unbelieve in them. And they don't believe they're going to meet the Lord. It's so obvious. Ending of the people. So obvious that people are not going to live here. They're going to see the Lord. You know, it is so clear for everybody. But they don't believe in that. Even they deny that. They're not going to see the Lord. Then all their actions have been destroyed. All the really, all the you know, degrees. The people have gotten a big, huge degree, big degrees from Cambridge and Oxford and all those things. Allah SWT distrust all of them. Nothing going to benefit. Nothing really. Think really. You spent 20 years, 18 years of your life studying to gain something. And then Allah comes and distrust all this. Nothing. You become zero. From, from all this effort, nothing is there. Allah Amalum, All that they have done have been distrust. Then we will not, you know, not set any value for them. No value. All the things they have been doing really, you know, people have got, you know, all the, the people are millionaires, millions of pounds and this and that, bank balance and degrees and profession, job ministers and prime minister and kings, whatever the same. But when Allah SWT will decide, nothing, no value for all titles. All the titles will be nothing really.
This is how the life is. Because the people think this is their life. Fir'aun, Haman, Qarun, and all their followers, they think the life is in this world. Allah SWT said, no, this is not the life. Really. This is very, very short. You think you are doing something good? You are not. Fala nuqimulahum yawm al-qiyamatu zina. There will be no value for their action. And the Quran says, وَمَمَلْ خَفَّتْ مَبَادِينُهُ فَأُمْهُ هَابِيَةً When people don't believe in Allah, and when people don't do good deeds, then their actions become lighter. They have no value. They have no weight. So Allah SWT says in the Quran, فَأَمَّا مَنْ تَقُلَتْ مَبَادِينُهُ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشْتِ الرَّادِيَةً Those people whose actions are heavy, they are going to live in good life. وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَفَّتْ مَبَادِينُهُ فَأُمْهُ هَابِيَةً Those what their, their, their end is? Their end is Hawiyah, hellfire. They're going to fall in the hellfire. Nothing there. So some people's actions are make, have weight and some people have no weight. And weight are not decided by this one. Try to understand properly, think properly. If, if this is the life really, not a problem anyway. This life, even if you don't have all those efforts, still you can survive. But the real problem is after the death. You know, all the people make all the effort. That you know, earn money and all those things, you know, so much struggle really. If it is only purpose this life, they really deserve this. Because you know, you are going to live 60, 70 years. It's spending your 30 years in all these problems, learning. 30 years. Then after that, you're going to work maybe 30 years. Even then, struggle. And then, actually, problem the marriage and the family and all the problems. They really life deserve, and then you die. So basically, you spend all time for a learning for how many years? For 30 years, and you don't know how long to live, and then after you can die. Does it really deserve? Does this life deserve so much effort? So short. Allah SWT has made short life for something bigger. You do something in short life and then achieve something bigger, but not for so things. I like this story of this man, and it tells you how this life is so easy. Somebody was, you know, lying down underneath a tree, sleeping. So somebody passed by him and awaken, raising. And he said, why are you lying here, you know, like lazy people? Go and do something. You know, go at least collect the wood from the wood and, you know, and sell them and make money. So he said, what will happen? He said, you know, make money, then, you know, you eat and drink and then make more money, then you have a house. Then he said, then what? Then you can marry, then what? Then he said, then you can enjoy the life. So he said, what I'm doing anyway? That's what I'm doing anyway, enjoying the life underneath the tree. You know, to enjoy the life, you don't need all those things really. People enjoy the life without anything. Without all those things, people can sleep underneath of the tree and they enjoy the life. And they pass the life and nothing happened to them. Like you see the story of Abdul Qarnayn, he comes to the people who have no shelter, no house, nothing. They did not build any house and they still defy. There was no problem. You know, life is so short, it will pass anyway. But real problem is not this life. Real problem for which people need to make effort is life after the death. That's the real problem. That's what we need to make. The Quran says, if people make this life their center thing, then basically it has no value. Time will come when every single thing will start. فَلَا نُقِيمُ لَهُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَزَنَا On the day of judgment, whatever they have been doing, no weight. No single weight. All the money, all the effort, all the titles, all the positions, no weight. ذَلِكَ جَزَاؤُهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ بِمَا كَفَرُوا وَاتَّخَذُوا آيَاتِ وَرُسُلِ هُزُوَا that is their reward. These people's reward. What is reward? Jahannam. Hellfire. The reward is hellfire. Only why? 
Bima kafaru, because they unbelieved. They did not believe properly. Wattakhadu ayati wa rusli. When our verses came, Quran came to remind them, when my messengers came to tell them, they laughed at them. They made them mockery. You know, they did unbe- they are unbelievers, and when Allah wanted to help them, sending the messengers and sending the revelation, they could think the unbelief. Wattakhadu ayati wa rusli huzuba. They made my, my verses, my signs, and my messengers as a mockery. They laughed at them. This is the way of people who are al-aqsari in a'mal. Allah SWT should I tell you the people who are the worst losers. So they are the worst losers. Their only effort is this life. On the other hand, there are other people who are the successful people. Who are they? إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ كَانَتْ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتُ الْفِرْدَوْسِ نُزُولًا Now coming, Quran is coming again to the beginning of the surah. Beginning of surah what? what? Think properly. Beginning of the surah what? Indar and Tabshir. The Quran said, لَيُنْذِرَ بَأَسًا شَدِيدًا مِنْ لَدُنْ وَيُبَشِّرَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Tooth, Iman and Amal Salih. For them, good tidings. Not good tidings coming. For them, it's good tidings. So, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who believe and those who do good deeds. Try to understand Iman and Amal Salih. Iman basically is thinking, understanding, then believing. And what Amal Salih is? Amal Salih, then you surrender to Allah SWT and follow His commands. Do what He commands. So that's Amal Salih is that you obey Him properly. So Iman and Amal Salih. So that's Allah SWT. Allah religion is Iman and Amal Salih. But now we Muslims, we have made Allah's religion something else. We think if we belong to something, we get it. It never happened really. Think properly that, you know, people, if, if you want to get a job of a doctor in the hospital, what you need to do? Study properly, and then after that, you can apply and you can get a job in the hospital as a doctor. But theoretically, if you belong to a doctor, there are doctors and you belong to them. You say, oh, I'm with you. Can that give you a job? Because you belong to doctors or you are from their family. Can belonging help you? People who are rich, they make money, they earn money, they you know, spend time, they make business, and they, you know, they become millionaires. And then you say, I, I belong to you. Tell me, if you belong to, doc, to rich people, do you become rich? No. Belonging does not help you. If people belong to someone, nothing helps them. We Muslims think belonging is enough. If you belong to a group, we become like them. It's not like that. You need to do the same thing. And actually, Islam, Allah SWT never made any promise on belonging. All the promise in the Quran and Sunnah are on the Iman and the good deeds. Iman and Islam. Iman and surrender to Allah, some mission to Allah SWT. There is no single promise on the belonging. That is one of the problems happening in life. People teach Aqeedah. Why they teach belonging? They say if you say, you know, where Allah is, is Allah, you know, is on the sky, on the throne, or Allah is everywhere. So if you say one of those things, then that makes clear that you belong to this group. That's how that is. And if you say what they want, then they say you, you belong to the salivated group. You are now salivated. Salvation never, never comes by some words. If you put set of the words, you know the difference between Barilavis, Deobandis and Salafis, you know what is? Just set of the words. Barilavis have this set of the words and Deobandis have this set of the words and Salafis have this set of the words. So Salafis said this is the set of the words that we believe. Set of the words don't guarantee anything. Allah wants from you Iman and Amal Salih. Good deeds. Try to understand properly that I was saying last, last night. That you know when Hadith said my Ummah will be divided into 73 sects. So people think, you know, one of the servitors. None of them are servitors. All the sects are in the fire. Except the people who don't have sect. 
except the people who don't belong to any of them, except the people who have iman amal saleh. If you belong to a sect, you are not salvated. Once you, unless you have iman amal saleh. If you belong to Salafi people, they're not going to save you. If you belong to Bareilly Guru, they're not going to save you. If you belong to Dewandir, they're not going to save you. What is going to save you? Not the belonging. Iman and amal saleh. If people have iman amal saleh, the Quran says, كَانَتْ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتُ الْفِرْدَوْسِ نُزُولًا For them are gardens of paradise. Nuzula, you know, their, their food, their, their you know, first food that they get actually. When they come there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them this, I, I respect. That word will be their respect, their, their reward. They get Nuzula, whatever people get. Khalidina fiha. They remain there forever. All the time. They're never going to come out. La yabghuna anha hiwala. They were never seek any exchange from that. They were never like to be moved from there. Never. No, no heaven. No tahawul. They are never seek to be moved away from that place. So this Allah SWT has made both things. That was the beginning of the surah. Allah SWT made very clear. The beginning of the surah, the prophets and messengers have come to warn people or to give them good tidings. Now the end of the surah emphasizes that thing very clearly. Who is being warned? What is the warning is? And who are the people who receive the good tidings? Now look at even more beginning. The beginning starts with what? Alhamd. Praise and thank to Allah. Why for him? Because he is the one who has everything. You know, his powers, his majesty, his words, his favors, all over the world, everywhere. He has got. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.